So we're here for part two of how to have time for all of your priorities. And today we're talking about how this shows up in your business. Some of the things that we cover today in this episode is the do-it-yourself mindset and the zone of genius. We talk a lot about mindset in this episode, as well as practicalities of how you can create more spaciousness in your business schedule and be more focused on your priorities when it comes to your business. If you're a solo business owner, you know there can be days when you want to give up and choose an easier path than the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurship. It's moments like these that I call my biz bestie and we ride the roller coaster together. I'm Shelly, a copywriter and homeschooling mom in Johannesburg, South Africa. And I'm Francesca, a life coach and community manager in Grand Rapids, Michigan in the US. We're two biz besties on opposite sides of the world, running our own independent businesses together. And we'd love to invite you into our biz bestie conversations as we share everything we're learning about running an independent business online. Carry on the conversation we start today in our online community at community.simplybizbesties.com. And for show notes, you can go to simplybizbesties.com. We can't wait to see you in the community. And now let's dive into today's topic. I've hinted at the, the business side of this mantra and like the implications for business, but I, I wanted like just zero in particularly on, on business because we are running a business to make money. Like there is no ifs and or buts. Like if you're not making money, then it's a hobby. So we are running our businesses to make money and like nobody needs to ask for forgiveness for that. In fact, that's our aim. And time is money. Your time and the way you use your time is the way you're going to earn your money. And I think also, like I mentioned, you know, I'm running my business in a very limited amount of time on the side of homeschooling, on the side of general parenting, on the side of life. And I think a lot of people are also running, running their business on the side, maybe of um, a nine to five job or an, an additional job. So it takes a lot of design and just cleverness and creativity to design your schedule and also just the, your business model in a way that's going to get you maximum benefits. I'm sure everybody's heard of the Pareto principle of, you know, 20% of the effort yields 80% of the results. And then the opposite is true. 80% of the effort only yields 20% of the results. So we want to be working in that first area where we are, putting in 20% effort and we're finding what are those tasks that can then get us that 80% result and do more of that. So that's the Pareto principle. And Francesca and I also have been on the CEO retreat with Rachel Cook. And she talks about that there are different tasks in your business and she kind of gives them each a score. Are they $10 an hour tasks, $100 an hour tasks, $1,000 an hour tasks or 10,000 an hour tasks? And she kind of, she has nice categories of those different tasks. And then you choose, you, you kind of want to be focusing in on the $10,000 and $1,000 an hour tasks to actually grow your business. If you're stuck in doing too many $10 an hour tasks, then your business is not going to make enough money and then it's not going to grow. And, you know, then you're going to have to be searching for another job. And that's obviously not where we want to be. We want that business to be making money. So 
that then takes a bit of strategy and planning with the time, the time and the money piece. And Francesca, you also mentioned the Eisenhower matrix earlier in the show. And I think that also applies here of like prioritizing your tasks in your business according to that urgent and important matrix so that you are doing the tasks that are not just the urgent tasks of like, ah, put out the fire, you know, oh, you need to do banking and you need to do your taxes and all of those kinds of things or, you know, all of these things that pop up urgently and then are in crisis mode. You want to be also focusing on those important long-term tasks as well. At this point, I want to ask you, so there are going to be tasks that we just have to do that are in the $10 an hour category, but I say we have to do them, but we don't necessarily have to do them, right? Yes. Yeah, so I love Rachel Cook's model and I think it's a really great tool, especially with the the Eisenhower matrix too. One of the things that I have seen hold entrepreneurs back is the DIY mindset. If I'm just going to do everything myself, especially when you're first starting out and when you're doing analysis and you're working on cleaning up tasks, you're going to start finding that there are tasks on your list that you either don't want to do, or they're taking away from your precious time, from you working in your zone of genius. Mm. They still need to get done. And this is where I highly recommend outsourcing. Mm. Before we talk about outsourcing, I want to talk about a do-it-yourself mindset. I love to do lots of things myself. So I'm not just saying like, You need to outsource everything. Certainly, if you were enjoying doing it yourself, that is totally okay. But what I see is when this holds entrepreneurs back is when they're feeling like they have to do everything themselves. We've talked about in previous episodes, for example, how I was getting so stuck on my website. Another place I've gotten stuck has been my social media. And so I ended up deciding to outsource to Amazing VA. Well, I give a shout out to, to Nicole at PinPal Media. I found that it really freed up my, it wasn't just time, it was energy. Mm-hmm. You know, all this energy that was going out and trying to figure it out, even feeling like a lack of sufficiency. In myself, like I wasn't good enough because I wasn't figuring it out, right? But I'm here to tell you, don't have to figure everything out. And it is okay to get some help from people, especially when it's in their zone of genius. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in here of going also, like sometimes you will, you'll start the thing and just to get an awareness of what that task is and, and what's involved in that, in that project or that task or that area of your business, you know, you can get it started because then also, you know, when you're outsourcing, you know, then like what you're looking for and where that fits in your business. I think also that DIY mindset, it just keeps you stuck in doing things that are taking you far longer than you'd like them to, you know, you, and you sit there, as you say, frustrated and feeling like, oh my goodness, I really shouldn't have taken so long on an Instagram post or figuring out these hashtags, which like Nicole is genius at. And, you know, rather paying her to, you know, an hourly rate. And yeah, you can start at a very um, small number of hours a week just to get maybe, and you know, maybe you start in VA kind of realm, 
but I think what's important is to go, all right, I've done this. I maybe have started this myself, but like, this is the time I'll actually need to get help and create space then for you doing the work in your zone of genius, you protecting your queen bee role of your business and attracting those those clients who are going to come to you to go, I need help with this. So it actually creates that space and that abundance. Also, what I'd say is before you outsource, you can also go and look, is this task worth it? And often we DIY it and we spend all this time, say, say on Instagram, say for example, then we go, okay, no, I'm going to outsource it. And then you go, no, it's actually not going to return for me. Oh, but you were spending all that time DIYing it. And maybe it's actually it shouldn't even belong in your business. So I think that outsourcing question stops us from wasting time in DIY and things that actually don't matter. When you actually have to, are forced to go, oh, let's outsource this. Let's look at outsourcing it and see then what the return on that investment will be. We suddenly can zero in on the important tasks, the tasks that are actually going to return for us. Whereas I think there's such a danger with that DIY mindset we're going DIY all the things. doesn't matter. And we don't prioritize. We just then flit and float between the next thing that looks cool to do. So I, I think like just asking that, even if you don't even end up outsourcing, I think asking that question of how can I outsource this? And like, you know, how would I outsource it? Who would I outsource it to? How much would I pay? Even just asking that question, I think is really powerful in letting go of that, that DIY mindset, which I agree with you. I think it just, it holds us back as entrepreneurs when the experts out there can just be so much more efficient with handling these jobs for us, like totally worth the money. Yeah. And if you're feeling afraid about outsourcing, I want to encourage you that you can always change the plan. If you outsource to someone and you're like, that was not a right fit, you can find someone else. You can also experiment with it. There have been tasks in my business at times that I felt like this is just not top of my priority list. I could do this and I could do a good job of it. And then there are other seasons where I'm like, I have enough capacity for that. And I actually want to work on this. It's not like it's limited. You make the decision once and it's Mm -hmm. done forever. You can try a trial period, but for DIY, what I want to point out here is the fact that there's a way that DIY keeps us in the lack mentality because oftentimes the reason that we're DIYing everything is because that we're in the back of our head saying that we don't have enough money and that will start showing up in all areas of our business, right? If we are doing everything ourselves and we're not the best at it, we're not really good at it. It doesn't come easy to us then like think about how many hours that you're spending or how many years. It took me like, I don't know, at least two years to get my website up. And that's that's a time when it's like, it doesn't make sense for me to end up taking two years to create a website, especially when my most important job as the CEO of my company is to be out there coaching. Mm-hmm. Is- out there making offers to people that I can help because otherwise what happens and it's almost like a sneaky way of like kind of being selfish and you don't want to like call anyone selfish but if you think about it sometimes we start feeling like oh I'm the only one who can do this but good business is all about giving and receiving it's just back and forth right so if we're stuck 
with like, I have to do everything myself. Like even I have to, like, it just feels very heavy. It can really hold us back. And then in those, the two year time I'm spent working on my website, what are the thoughts coming in my brain? Oh, I'm never going to get my business off the ground. I just must not be good enough. Why isn't it working? Right? Like that's not where we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think we can just also preface this with, we're not telling you to go into debt and to invest in the best website designer and the best copywriter. I think also outsourcing also forces us, as I said earlier, to ask those questions. Okay, what is the simplest way to get this done? And, and then, okay, how can I get that done, you know, in the most cost-effective way? But we're like, we're designing our time and our money so that we're not wasting two years of potentially wasted earnings. And we are then rather paying out the money knowing that that's going to return in the earnings that then you can do by working in your zone of genius. So I I think we'll preface this to say, you don't need to go into debt. Don't go and like spend money that you don't have, but at the same time, go and look at how this fits into your business and how it's investing and how that will then return for you. And I think again, as with the ideal calendar baby steps, you know, again, it's maybe not a whole design, you know, getting a whole website design agency to, to design your website for you and a professional copywriter write the copy for you, but it's going in on the lowest package of, you know, Squarespace website design freelancer like me. And, you know, getting them to actually just design you a nice basic website that you can start and get your offer out there. Or it's like buying sales page superhero. I'm going to punt sales page superhero here where you are spending just $50 and then another $49 on card. And you will perhaps be DIYing it, but now you DIYing it with something where you've got the starting point. You've invested in your business and in yourself and you're not sitting there analyzing the different options and trying to figure it all out. You're just actually, you know, getting from A to B really quickly and efficiently and effectively so you can get out there and start earning money. Hey, Shelly here. And I've got an announcement for those of you who've got an amazing digital product on your computer or in your brain, but you're getting confused about how you're going to sell and deliver it to your customers. And let's be honest, you're reluctant to spend hundreds of dollars a month on fancy platforms that you just don't need right now. You're a Simply Biz Bestie, so I know you're looking for the simplest way to get your product out into the market. You need a superhero to save the day. Yes, a sales page superhero. Now, I developed Sales Page Superhero after writing and designing a countless number of sales pages for my clients and for myself. And in the process, I've come up with a plug and play sales page formula that I know works every time. And my favorite tool for building a quick and simple sales page is probably the best kept secret in the online world, card. Card is a joy to use and is almost ridiculously inexpensive. I'm talking $19 a year or $49 a year for their premium plan. When you purchase Sales Page Superhero, you'll get comprehensive training videos on sales page copywriting, DIY web design in card, payment setup, and delivering your products to your customers. This superhero really packs a value punch. And to make things even more simple for you, I've developed a sales page template in card 
that I'll send along to you after you purchase. All you need to do is plug in your information using the copywriting prompts in the templates and boom, your sales page will be ready to fly. Sales Page Superhero is also a great option for service providers like coaches, health and wellness professionals, and freelancers to sell their signature packages. Now, for a limited time, you can get the Sales Page Superhero training bundle and templates for just $49. But that price will be going up at the end of November 2020. So sign up today at salespagesuperhero.shellysmithcreative.com or you can find that link in the show notes. I think it's also looking for the simplest ways to get what you want and then being open to, to outsourcing and to getting someone else to do that for you so you can surge ahead and accelerate your growth. I also just wanted to talk to the zone of genius thing. We mentioned that of like outsourcing frees you up to then work in your zone of genius. And I think that's so important because that's the place where we find our flow. That is the queen bee role that we're doing in our business where we are genius at this one thing. I think in designing your time and designing your priorities, that needs to be prioritized. So you need to figure out what that is and then prioritize that in your business. Doing things like outsourcing, delegating, but also deleting things off of your to-do list. That gives you space which is something Francesca is a specialist at, is creating that spaciousness in your schedule for you to get in the flow and get into your zone of genius and really just bring your brilliance in the world uninhibited by all these things you have to do. Shelly, I love, could you just define zone of genius? I'm thinking that most of our audience is familiar with it, but since we've been talking about it a lot, and then my other question is, how have you figured out your zone of genius? Because I don't want people to listen to this episode and then be like, oh no, I don't know my zone of genius. Please, this is not supposed to cause your anxiety. It's more like, it's exciting. For me, I've, I've learned it's this discovery. It's not like Shelly and I are like, oh yeah, we're like, we're done. We know our zone of genius. Oh yeah, oh no. No, we can't Right? It's like we, we know parts of it and we're learning more and it's this exploration. So I'd love to hear both of those things. The clue for me on zone of genius is, okay, to get other people to go, what comes so easily to you? Like what comes so easily to this person? Because you don't often realize it's yourself of like, and like for me, that, that's right. People bring me their CVs, they bring me their, you know, even a testimonial to just rewrite or, you know, a sales page to rewrite. And it comes easily to me. I don't notice that. But the other person will go, oh my goodness, I've been sitting doing this for like, you know, like banging my head against it for ages. And, And you just like whooped it up. So that's a good clue. The other way I would say is to go ask the question, if I could be paid to do anything in the world and it's just one thing if I could be paid to do that for the rest of my life what would that be that also can give you a good clue into your zone of genius and into also into the then the priorities for your business yeah I think asking other people can be really helpful like you said you don't always see it because you're just like oh yeah can't everyone do this but the other way that I find is helpful is to tune into your body and pay attention to what feelings come up and you can start to see in pattern. So there may be things that you're really good at, but every time you work on them, 
it's just, you're, you just hate doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. So that would be something that would be like, okay, not in zone of genius. If you're experiencing something where you're just like, oh, this feels so easy. This is just so fun. Like, I feel like I could do this all day. You may even think like, who would pay for this, right? Because it comes so easy to you and it's so fun that it almost doesn't feel like work. So just paying attention to like the signals in your body, what's going on, I think can be really helpful and just experimenting, you know, trying different things out. Uh, Maybe it's different work environments, maybe it's different tasks and seeing how you respond to them because it might surprise you some of them i'm sure you'll know right off the bat okay yeah this is something that i just love and i'm so good at and then you might find some other things yeah that surprise you yeah i like that you distinguish between also what would be in your zone of competence where you're good at it but you actually don't like doing it and it's like so just be on the lookout for that as well like sometimes you are quite good at something and you're competent at it but it's not like what lights you on fire so that belongs in your zone of genius those those kinds of things that the stuff that lights you on fire and that you feel like you could do all day that zone of genius stuff and i think that's where we want to be that's where we want to be working that's where we can find our flow where time seems abundant and time seems like it never ends because, you know, I mean, there's that, that saying time flies when you're having fun. I almost think it's the opposite. It's like time expands when you're having fun and it just feels like you are getting all those priorities done and you've got this abundance of time and you're nailing all your priorities. That's what we want for our listeners. And that's what we're aiming for in in our businesses. So there are two more things that I want to talk about with Zone of Genius and why I love it so much personally, other than it creating more flow and ease in your life. Something that I love about Zone of Genius and I love about outsourcing is this idea of creating relationships around me where I am acknowledging the gifts of the other entrepreneurs, or it could even like, you know, be my husband. I'm acknowledging them for their zone of genius and I'm allowing myself to receive that. And the incredible thing about when I outsource and and I hire someone is that I get to sew into their vision and their dream. And then I get to receive that back. And it might not be from the same person, but I just feel like it's so empowering uh, to actually champion each other in our zone of genius. And there was something that you shared earlier, Shelly, that I really appreciate you're talking about being a victim of your time and feeling like, oh, I must have the least amount of time. And I just want to point out how human that is. I have started to realize that that is something that many of us feel, especially in our default thinking. And all that we gave you today with I have time for all of my priorities is a way to start shifting out of that default thinking of the victim mentality of I have the least amount of time, right? It almost sounds ridiculous when we're talking about it, but it feels so real, right? It feels so truthful. It's like, yep, yep, that's me. Yeah. When I first started my business, there was a time that I was working six days a week and it was just what was necessary in my life at the time. Um, I was working like 10 hour days. And so it was very challenging to be working this other job that didn't make me come alive 
as I was working on my business. And I remember feeling the same thing. Like I just don't have enough time. I have to make the really hard decision of whether I'm going to spend time with myself or spend time making the money that I need for a family or spending time with my loved ones. And it just like, it felt like I was pulled in all these different directions. And I definitely felt like, like how do people have to have time to like go to coffee and hang out with their friends? Right. And I just felt like I was kind of alone and isolated in that. So I think it's really important for all of our listeners to hear if you're feeling like that, it's okay. And it's totally possible for you to get to the other side, especially as you start taking baby steps. How this relates to Zone of Genius was during that time, I started to realize that if I was going to move forward in my priorities, if I was going to have this thriving business that I wanted, then things were going to have to change. And that meant that, okay, I needed to be doing this other job, but I could get some support. I could ask my husband, hey, would you be willing to do some more things around the house? I could hire out a VA to help me with social media so that I was just doing the things that came best and easiest to me. You know, I didn't start hiring this entire team. I just said like, what is the most important thing and to move my business forward right now? And what is like kind of cramming up my time the most? Mm -hmm. And it's really incredible when you are willing to make those changes, how they can add up and how it can be exponential and you can create exponential time instead of feeling stuck in that linear of um, my time is limited and I never have enough. Yeah. So it's just really powerful in my life. So cool. And so, so good to know that that is like, you mentioned that you felt so isolated and like, Oh, I don't have, I don't have this time. But in fact, as you said, it's like the human condition. It's like, it's actually everybody's experience really of this, you know, feeling of the scarcity of time. I think everybody feels that at one point or another, but yet we feel so isolated when it, when it, is happening to us so just also encouragement to everybody out there this is a thing like especially in a year like we've had it feels like time has run out and we just don't have enough but the opposite is true it just takes that design and that intentionality of prioritizing and working in your zone of genius so Francesca, this is so interesting because I, I know you are planning a, a new product around helping people design their schedule and actually auditing, doing this process that you've, you've explained of analysis and then um, cleanup and design. And you've got a really great new product that I think people would really benefit from if they're feeling like they need to do some work in this area. Can you tell us about that product and how people can, can get going with it? Absolutely. So I start off on my schedule audit. Um, we do an assessment together. And so we get really clear with how you're spending your time. And um, I use the mathematical side of my brain to, to get really um, nitty gritty with this so we can do a very uh, thorough analysis here, which gives us a lot of information. And then uh, we will spend some time together actually going through your schedule and redesigning it. And I am so excited about this this product. I think I'm going to have some other offers around it as well. Uh, If this is something that interests you, please send me uh, a DM uh, and I would love to talk to you more about how we can free up your time so that you're designing it in a way that creates more flow and ease in your life. 
That sounds cool. So DM on Instagram, right? At uh, Francesca Waltanski. We'll, we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Send, send Francesca that DM and yeah, start designing your schedule. She's a genius at this. Oh, thank you so much, Shelly. Yeah, I'm going to just uh, run through a few key takeaways. Really, it comes down to I have time for all my priorities. And we looked at priorities. We looked at cleaning up your priorities, doing the assessment part first, and then actually designing new priorities. We then looked at time and actually doing the same process, assessing how you're using your time, cleaning up the things that don't belong there in your schedule, and then designing a a new way of looking at time around your mindset, and then also practically in your schedule. And those two words, I and my, this is all about you. You are in the driver's seat. This is you taking ownership and control of your life. And you have time for all of the priorities that you decide to put on that pedestal, on the priority pedestal. So decide wisely. (laughs) That takes a lot of design, a lot of intentionality, a lot of thinking. How that shows up in your business is all around deciding what are the most important tasks that I need to be doing. What is the queen bee role in my business? What is my zone of genius? How can I work more in that zone of genius? And either cut out the tasks that don't then belong in your business or to look at outsourcing those tasks that are just getting you down and just not actually making you money and those tasks that are getting in the way of you working in your zone of genius. We want genius in this world that like we want everybody bringing their A game. Uh, We don't want them weighed down by tasks that... they don't need to be doing. So there's the challenge for you all. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast around how to have time for all of your priorities. And we will see you very soon for our next episode. Look forward to that. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited to hear about how you start to feel abundant with your time. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope what we've shared has made you feel supported by a whole biz bestie circle. And that you feel like life as a business owner can be a whole lot simpler with the perspective of a biz bestie. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also love it if you'd share the Simply Biz Besties show with your biz besties by sending them a link through your podcast player or sending them to simplybizbesties.com. And we'll do a happy dance if you'd leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us to reach more biz besties around the world. And just to remind you, the conversation has just begun. So head on over to community.simplybizbesties.com and let us know your thoughts, aha moments, or questions about what we talked about in the show. For show notes, go to simplybizbesties.com. Sending you a sparkling heart emoji and a virtual high five. See you next time. And here's a hug gift from me. Signing off, Simply Your Biz Besties.